it's Sunday and it's another episode of or a station of Ghost Station. And you have your favorite hosts here, Keshvar and Arya, and we're so happy to bring you another weekly dose of our voices. What's up everybody? We're back <laughs> for another week, another station. And this week is kind of keeping with the whole um topic of travel and you know our travel series and stuff. But we're going to go back onto the, the side of, you know, giving what we've learned and not so much just like a personal um, yeah. experience kind of backlog. We're going to give very generic advice that could help anybody who wants to travel right now. Hold up. It's not generic. Well, it's advice that can be taken into account if you're traveling at this moment in time or later even. That is um, generic. Well, generic's Googleable. Yeah, well, I mean, everything we're going to say probably is Googleable, Except we're concised it down to a nice 20-minute episode. <laughs> I guess. But this is coming from what we've actually done and what... I guess it's our Google experience condensed into our real-life experience and what can be really applied versus what to ignore. Yes. So, to begin... Just for those of you who haven't listened to the past few episodes, we came back from Mexico, and this is pretty much going off of that. Obviously, we've both traveled before that um, in different places and done different things, and so using you know past history plus new things based on how the world has been going was our main objective. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting with leaving a country, especially somewhere we're talking off of North America because we're in Canada right now. Um, it's really important to make sure at this moment in time, especially, you check requirements and you make sure that like everything that's required for you to leave a country and come back at the same time is viable. Um, yeah, so stuff like um, wherever you're going, can you get the type of COVID test you need? Um, is there any kind of like quarantine restrictions when you go somewhere? Do you have to like quarantine for two weeks when you get somewhere? Do you need any shots beforehand? Do you need to have anything where you, like, sometimes they won't even let you go on travel visas to certain places right now, just based on how it is, like, unless it's, you know, for work purposes or whatever. And I know when COVID was way stronger, there was a lot of places that were denying entry or exit out of countries. Um, And that's kind of terrifying for a lot of people. I know when we were talking about traveling, we got that as caution, like, you're traveling during COVID? Like... How will they let you, you know, back in or whatever? And some people did, like, through our travels, tell us they left at the peak of COVID and then they just couldn't get back because they weren't vaccinated or they refused to be vaccinated um, and such things. So just make sure based on your own, yeah. you know, personal. It's, it's possible that these things could happen. So yeah. you need to be prepared. Especially if you if you choose to be unvaccinated, like, be extra careful because that's a huge um block basically to get in and out of countries and Canada especially like had us take the most expensive test for getting back into the country which is the PCR test and we had to do that um so yeah we we found out our sources of information just for backlog (laughs) is Arya's favorite reddit and uh, my favorite google and then we just took experiences that people shared with us as well as straight facts like from the government websites and stuff to plan for this trip and when you're going somewhere the other thing to make sure is how you're 
you're setting up everything you need to take with you. So make sure you're prepared to have, depending on where you're staying. Like if you're in a luxury hotel, obviously you don't need certain things, but if you're going to somewhere that's more local, uh, make sure you research and learn what you might need or might not need, what you can buy there versus take with you. Mm -hmm. um, that's really important. Some things are just not worth it because they may be really expensive in the place you're staying because they're not as easily accessible. And it may be more worth it for you to pack a bag with that in it, right? Like shampoo, for example. That's yeah. just an off-the-head example. Yeah, it might be somewhere uh, that may have, you know, import-export uh, problems that don't have as ease of use and cheapness to them. Or maybe the place you're going just doesn't have your favorite brand of beard shampoo. So you <laughs> got to bring your own beard shampoo. Yeah. And we like, we took travel sizes of everything because we only took two carry-ons, which shocked a lot of people um, for the five weeks we were there. You can take quite amount of, quite, quite an amount of things. Yeah. You can, and you can purchase a lot of things when you when we were the, there in Mexico, at least, we could purchase. So that's the other thing, right? If you can purchase, if, like, clothes really accessibly, um, shampoo, like Arya said, anything you need uh, from your day-to-day -day essentials that is not particular to you, then maybe it's better to just get it from there. It might actually be more worthwhile for you because the cost of paying for luggage and stuff is different. Mm -hmm. But on that note, I want to add a different thing, which is be conscious. Like, don't just buy things to get rid of them right away. Like, really plan what you can reuse and use, and don't just buy it for the sake of buying it. And we did that. So we took a lot of clothes and things like that we use on the day, as Arya said, his beard shampoo. Yes. Um, beard and, oil. You know, beard oil, uh, face oils, face creams, whatever, things like that. I took those. <laughs> And uh, anything that we needed, like our technology, and anything that we didn't need specific to technology, we didn't take. Like, you know, we had our laptops, but we didn't take extra stuff such as our bigger headphones or iPads or anything like that, just because it didn't make sense for the five weeks we were there. Yeah, we only took the things that we knew we actually needed to use in those five weeks. Yeah, and if we could live without it, we lived suitcase. without it. Yeah. You're living out of your suitcase or carry on in our case. Um, and it was like a minimalistic lifestyle, but honestly, we had everything we needed and anything we didn't, we could easily buy and access from our location. So make sure you just do enough research and, uh, understand what you need versus what you don't and what you can get, uh, once you arrive upon staying there and is worthwhile for your purchase, mm -hmm. your dollars. Um, so that, that's like when you're prepping to, to leave your place. Right. And then obviously make sure you tell people where you're going. That's another huge thing I don't think everyone considers, but like make sure somebody who's close thing. to you in yeah. safety terms um, knows where you're going. My family always does this other safety thing, which is like they put locks on everything we own. So when we travel, there's locks on suitcases and stuff. So I did that as an extra thing. The annoying thing is that TSA or security for the airport, they, um, they, they may make you, you open it. Yeah. So be aware of that. But it's not a bad thing to have if you're going somewhere new, which was what we did. It was somewhere we'd never been. So everything we had, we were extra careful about. We made sure like nothing was easy to access. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like a peace of mind thing. Like you probably don't need to have them locked, but you just don't, it's one less thing to worry about. Especially if you're not like aware of your surroundings all the time or if you're a solo traveler. Um, you know, you can't keep your eyes on everything at once. So it might just be something where you're more comfortable and then 
you can go about it. Um, another thing I've always done, like ever since I've traveled, is I always have like a fanny pack, which I think is amazing. It's one of the best things mm. ever. Honestly, I think the fanny pack is a must for traveling. Yeah. It just keeps everything so easy to access versus like, I know a lot of women have purses. I personally don't because I just need like passports, boarding passes, vaccination reports, all these things to be easily accessible for me. And in that one space, I'm able to access all these things as well as I tuck it under my shirt to keep it hidden, which is something my dad taught me like a long time ago, just like hide hide any of your valuables. So like your pockets are not easily accessible for your valuables, right? Right. Um, it's, it's so easy to get pickpocketed. Like they're pros at what they do usually. So you don't even know what's happening until it's happened and it happens all over the world. It's not a specific area in the world that, you know, this happens to. So your safety when you are going to a country is something a lot of us, I think, worry about. And with that, I would say the number one thing is being aware of your surroundings. Like really, when you enter a new country, you should not be chilling and just like, oh, yeah, as bad as this is, kind of assume the worst while you enter that space because A, you're carrying all your valuables with you and B, it doesn't matter where you are. There are people with bad intentions everywhere, especially when they know you're I don't you're like that advice, though, to be honest. That's a very, like... Because that might ruin the experience of when you first go somewhere. You're gonna... I didn't say be negative. I said be aware. No, I know, but it, it might take away from you being able to enjoy wherever you go because you're so focused on your your surroundings. You're like, oh, I need to watch out for Because, like, for us, for example, when we went to Mexico on, like, that first walk from the bus station to our airbnb that yeah. first time we made that walk and we had our bags with us my head was on a swivel the whole time because everyone told us you know in mexico you got to be careful about pickpockets and this and that it really wasn't the case but we're lucky that wasn't the case i know we're we lucky. literally walked by another couple who were tourists and the guy had his backpack wide open i don't mean like a zip kind of open i mean his front end was hanging open okay but that's his- on them but that's my point. You need to be aware. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, don't go in expecting the worst and spend don't your whole energy. The just worst. Yeah, but don't spend your whole energy, like, on what could happen. And, you know, try to spend a little bit of that energy just enjoying, like, the new surrounding, like, the new environment you just got to. I think that's inevitable, though. Like, you enter a space and you're going to take it all in. I just mean keep your awareness higher than it normally would ever be when you first enter a country, even if it's like the safest place in the world. It's not a judgment on the country. It's just how you're right. You... It's just like a safety thing. Yeah, and Better I don't mean that. Sorry. That's exactly it. I don't mean that it's like gonna be a bad experience. And I really would say most of the time it's never been a bad experience. But I would rather be safe and be like, oh, I had my head on a swivel, like Arya said. Then be like, I had my bag robbed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so take in the country. I think it's amazing. And you get more comfortable. Like, that's the whole point. Your first day there is just going to be like a whole, like, distortion of your senses. Because you're going to have a new culture around you, new people, maybe a new language, uh, like architecture, streets to navigate. Um, so it's really just just keeping keeping your eyes on the on the area around you. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Good advice. And um, that's that's pretty much when you're starting off 
obviously plan ahead of time, plan to get to the airport on time, all that generic, you know. Yeah, if you need to take like a, a bus or a taxi after the airport, like plan sort of how you're going to do that. Like yeah. in our case, we specifically looked into like what buses we could take, like where we would get on, like what's the name of the bus, that yeah. sort of stuff. If the place you're going to has Uber, maybe you could use Uber. Like for us, that wasn't the case. Or if it's like a resort, there's always like, you know, the shuttle services that they have. Right. So there's all these different options. Just make sure you research it because when you usually get to an airport, it can be a little overwhelming for you. And unless you're really good at it, I mean, there's a lot of people who are just good at figuring it out, which is great. I'm just personally someone who likes to make sure I know enough about the place I'm going to to feel comfortable. Yeah, me too. So we got there and then um, once you're there, the other things about traveling is like, oh my God, it's the opposite of what we were saying earlier, which is like, be cautious, like take it all in. Immerse yourself. Immerse yourself. It is so amazing to be a part of a culture and a space. Even if like the language isn't different, it doesn't matter. Just a different like part of even for us, like Canada has such a different environment, um, different people in it different expectations Mm -hmm. subtleties that matter and you just get to experience that and that's pretty awesome go explore the areas as much as you can like on our second day uh we were there it was dia de los muertos and we just took it as the opportunity which is the day of the dead sorry i said that uh, as if people know that uh it's the day of the dead which is like the american halloween but theirs is way more spiritually anchored and way more uh, meaningful and way more meaningful yeah so it, it's a few days of celebration and we happened to luckily uh, plan our trip to be there for at least one of them and we booked a tour and went for it and we met like amazing people who actually uh, became friends that we like our well, best friends when we yeah, were there. So we saw them a few more times and then we actually are still in touch. Yeah. And they're just like amazing people. And I was so so, like, it was really funny because we were really cautious about going on. So, like, we don't know who's going to be there. We don't know what's going on. We don't know. Like, we knew nothing. We just literally trusted our intuition. We're like, we have to do something. We're going to take advantage of it. We're going to do it. And I have, like... You just have to step outside your comfort zone. Like, you have to be open to trying new things when you're in a new place. Yeah. And the best things will happen. And I really agree with that. Like, I've I've traveled and I've heard of people who travel where they're literally like, I don't want to try new food. I don't want to go to new places. I just want to go like to the most touristy things possible. And I always, I guess I'm just not that type of traveler. And I'm not saying it's not right if you are. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just different. I'm just saying I think your growth can be exponential if you do choose to go the route of being more open to changing your day-to-day because to me that's what travel is right Mm -hmm. it's opening your world up to the way another part lives of like their lifestyle of their culture of their behaviors and what they see as a day-to-day and then being able to take that experience and make a memory out of it because if you're in your room all day you're not going to remember that any differently than if you're in a room all day in another part of the world right all you're seeing is a view through your window you're kind of like rapunzel yeah um but if you actually go out there and you step into the world and you talk to the people, you eat the food. Oh my God, you must eat the food wherever you are. Yeah, that's like, that's like, the, that's honestly the best part of traveling is trying the different foods that other cultures have. Like, how could you not do that? You have to take a risk. I definitely did the first night. That is a different story that we will not be sharing, but uh, tried some interesting food and, you know, you just never know what it can be and what it can lead you to. But 
honestly can, met, I, can I say what it was? No, we're okay. not going to. Um, we met <laughs> we met amazing people through the fact of opening up our experiences to do things that were both touristy and non-touristy. And I think that's a huge thing. So depending on your stay when you're there, research the areas like um, spots to visit, as well as if there's anything going on in terms of festivals, holidays, or just like events, right? There may be really good night events in a certain area. There may be local stuff um, on a certain day of a week that you can go to, or there may be specials for certain things. So check those out. And when you get there, try to meet people who maybe can help you, give you tips who, who are from there. Um, a lot of people did that for us too, and they helped us along there. So we planned our time strategically in that way because we were working and traveling. I know when I've done smaller stints, I've like planned it. So I have back to back to back to back days of like, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. That's a little overwhelming. It is, but I want to get the most out of the area. That's just my style of thing. I know some people like don't do it that way and they take breaks, but um, it's just your travel style. That's all that matters. All I'm saying is try to plan it out a little bit based on whatever you want to get done. So um, you're okay yeah. with that. Like if there's a few things you really want to do, then make sure you are able yeah. to do that. Like if you really want to go see a specific tourist site or whatever. Yeah. But on that. that note of what I said about like doing everything, be flexible because you never know when you're there what you might fall in love with doing and want to do more of that uh, yeah. versus like, you know, you hating something and never getting to do it or never wanting to do it at the end of the day. Uh, we went, for example, to go into this island area that was across from where we were to do, uh, what's it called? Scuba, Scuba diving. diving. And it was amazing. And I'd like planned because of this island, we were only there for the day and it's supposed to be a beautiful island. I was like, oh, we'll go to another beach club. We'll do this. We'll do that. That day got turned over on its head completely, like just all around. And again, we met someone really cool in that whole experience. So be open to just experiencing um, change in your plans and having that flexibility and not being upset over it. Uh, I've traveled with people who get really upset when things don't go to plan. Are you talking and about just, me? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, it's really important to find somebody, if you're traveling with somebody, that is your travel style. Um, you don't want to... I mean, you can figure it out, obviously, 100%. I've done this before. But it becomes a lot more challenging when one person is really like plan oriented one person is like on the go oriented another person just wants to do like touristy things another person just wants to do local things and you all have to be like together the whole time it can be a little challenging to plan it it's not impossible obviously like it's totally doable but I think every time I've traveled with people who have like like-minded um travel styles to me it's just a lot more fun for me personally so it's something you can explore um, and then you, you see how you work with it. But mm -hmm. no, Arya's a great travel buddy. It was a test. It was our first like, you know, trip, trip out of the country. So it was our first trip together. You passed. Thanks. But you did okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know I won't even, I won't even say anything. Um, but when you are traveling, just keep in mind that even the place you're staying at, another thing just based around safety, just keep your um, valuables and stuff not like in obvious places. That's another thing I've done. 
doesn't matter where you live. Just just keep your things safe. Mm -hmm. um, and then that way you have a little more peace of mind while you're traveling. There, there's just that whole thing. And then when you get to the place, if you have the opportunity to meet neighbors, get to know them. Meet neighbors. Yeah, definitely. Get to know the, the like people around you because you never know when you might need something or they can help you or just have a nice conversation with them. It's really nice to know the people around you. It might be harder if you're going for a shorter trip somewhere, but especially for a longer trip, I think that's worthwhile. Um, I mean, you. make friends. That's the whole. Yeah. And I don't think it's it. just like, you know, I say like people around you, but I mean, like you can make friends with the people who are in the service industry around you. Like we made friends with the guys who did our laundry, the people who served us food and just like those interactions were just so much more meaningful to us and memorable yeah. to us rather than just like going and be like, here, do this here. I need this. Uh, take my order instead of like having your genuine conversation with someone and letting them know a little bit about your personality and their personality. And that's just what travel is about connecting, right? yeah. connecting with a place. And so we did a lot of that. Um, the other thing is like right now in COVID, a lot of people, and I know right now, again, Omni, is that the right word? Omicron. Omicron. There's no N. Okay. Omicron is going on. And people are like, don't travel. And that's totally a judgment call on your end. Um, there are people who will travel no matter what. And I think we chose a perfect bubble of time for travel. It was like right in the lull before Omicron. Yeah. But I've talked to a lot of people. And this is just like a side note. And every decision you make in terms of just fear, not even factually, just like what people are telling you in fear-based I don't think are the best decisions in life. No, probably not. I, I think if you listen to everyone, you'll never do anything. Like, people will have their own opinions all the time that they love to share. And that's fine. We're doing that right now. But follow your own kind of A, intuition and B, research. Like, do the research. Look it up. Is it actually safe to be in a place like this? What are people who are staying there saying? Uh, look at reviews of things. Look, look go on Reddit. Go on Reddit and see what people that are there are saying. Yeah, and and ask for real feedback, not fear-based feedback of people who are worried about things getting worse and people who are worried about safety and people who are worried about you not having a good experience there, getting locked out of the country. Look it up. Hey, is it possible? And I'm not saying this mitigates all your mm -hmm. risk. Like, obviously, you might still have that risk factor, and that's just something you have to be willing to take on. But in general... Um, I think the more you do things with more of an intent and an actionable plan, then you can actually see how it'll work out and then have results that'll be meaningful to you versus just out of fear, not taking any chances, mm -hmm. any risks, anything that lets you live a life where it's full instead of just, you know. I think if you're going to ask for advice about like going somewhere specifically, yeah, you shouldn't ask it. Uh, from people who have never been to that place or that region in general. Yeah. You should ask people that actually have done it. So you have like evidence-based, evidence-slash-experience-based um, feedback. Yeah. And then, and then like, I think intuition is a huge thing. Like, if you really feel super, super uncomfortable with it, then don't do it. Um, but if you've really, like, been thinking of it and it's just nonstop, like, you don't feel like anything could stop you in that way 
or the risks aren't really that negative for you, mm-hmm. go for it. Try it out and see where it leads you. Um, I'm not going to be held accountable for that information. I'm just saying that's my personal thing. And I think it can affect a lot of people if they just let their life be the best version of it versus a fear-based version of it. Take more than one pairs of shoes. That's great advice. I wish I had known before, <laughs> before going. Uh, make sure you have some sandals that are good, you know. Uh, well, I mean, if <laughs> you're going to a cold country, don't take sandals. If you're going to a cold country, take uh, extra pair of boots. Yeah, and that goes, I mean, those are things you learn. We bought you a pair of Crocs, though, because they were super affordable. Hey, hey, they're not Crocs, okay. They're knockoff Crocs. They're knockoff Crocs, and we got them for $6, so I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> but um, it is important on that note to to make sure the things you're taking, like you've tried them before. Don't take clothes that are brand new, you've never tried, you don't know if they'll fit you, and then you get there and you're like oh my god, this isn't my size. Like, Just take stuff that actually you've assessed before taking and you've obviously looked into that area. Like if it's a hot area, you're going to need sunglasses. Yeah. You're going to need different things. For us, it rained a whole bunch and we didn't have rain boots. Or, or rain jackets. Or rain ja- well, no, I had a rain jacket, but it was too hot for a rain jacket. Um, and We were not equipped, basically. We, we, we did not consider that if going to Mexico, we would get like, absolutely drenched multiple times that that we did not consider that no and you learn those things i think as you go to different places uh i don't think that's necessarily something you can always plan for that's kind of the unknown about travel that's what makes it fun and interesting and exciting um but when you could be when you are when you are researching try your best to be as prepared as you can um it helps a lot so yeah uh yeah make sure that if you have anything like paperwork and stuff that you need, you get that well in time for whenever you're leaving the country. Um, so like for us, we needed vaccine documentation to upload and this and that. And we did it with enough time so that if they're, if they didn't follow through in time, we had enough time to go and check in, make sure everything was being done or redo it or whatever. And then get, you know, like everything uploaded in time for everything. Obviously, there were still hitches and glitches in the system for us. Yeah. Um, but you kind of go with the flow again and you figure it out. Airports are another thing. Just make sure like you check what you can take into an airport always. Um, and then also when you're there, I think it's super important. I know when, whenever you go somewhere new, like you're usually leaving out of an airport, you know. But when you're going back home, I think it's really important to like set way more time for your departure um, to make sure like, you know, your transportation, there's no hiccups there. We had a huge thing where our bus was missed. Mm -hmm. And so we had to go on the next bus, which luckily we could do and had space for us. And like our funds and stuff were another thing we had to manage. So make sure you have enough money with you or there's ATMs available um, make sure you're managing how you're getting cash in a, in the country. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying is leave enough time so that when you're getting back to the airport to, to depart, you can navigate the airport mainly. You can get there on time. You can check in on time and you're not rushing through like security or worrying about missing your flight and they're boarding and then you're running through the gate like some Hollywood movie. I would say like at least three hours before your flight, you need to be out of the house and 
on the way to the airport, depending, depending on, on where the freaking airport exactly. is. Exactly. Like for us, we are probably even more because we had to do like a whole day's adventure to get to the airport. But yeah, you know, let's just say the airport is, you know, nearby ish. Yeah. I would get to the airport like at least two to three hours early to navigate all the stuff you got to navigate through, get through security, especially now with COVID, like they're asking for your, your vaccine stuff. They're asking for your test stuff. Yeah. Their re-entry like, to your original country. Like there's, there's way more logistical stuff that has to happen nowadays. So just give yourself that extra buffer time. Yeah. It's better to be early than to be late. Cause if you're early, you'll still catch your flight. But if you're late, that's a whole other headache yeah. you have to deal with. And that includes like, um, your connecting flights, make sure when you book your flight, I know airports, I mean, airlines usually make sure there's enough time there, but you want to make sure that your flight from A to B, like your connection has enough room for you to like, not worry about missing your second flight. If your first one is delayed by 15 minutes mm -hmm. or 30 minutes. Um, cause that can happen whether or whatever. Um, that's right. And then usually when there's like a, a connecting, you might have to go through security again. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me personally, but I mean, it just is what it is. Like we went from Mexico to the U.S. and then U.S. to Canada. But mm -hmm. in that middle spot and in, in the U.S., they made us go through like this whole like 40 minute, one hour like security phase. Yeah. And then when we got out to go through the gates, the original gate number had changed. Then we had to run all the way across the airport to the other gate. Um, so these are things just you, I don't think you can plan for them in the way of like making sure they don't happen. But you can plan for them to make sure you give yourself those buffers of times. Because if you're like me and you like to rush things last minute, that can be really stressful when you travel, which is the only time I actually don't do it. I make sure I have like plenty of time when I travel. Yeah. Um, so just something to be aware of. All right. I think we got most of our advice. Yeah. Um, so all in all. I think we would 100% say, even with the world going through the chaos it's going through, depending on where you live, depending on what you're doing, um, I think travel can lead you to great places. And yeah. make your own decision, make your own, you know, validation of what's worth your time and what's not. But there will always be a reason for you not to do something. And if you focus on those, you'll never go anywhere. We highly had, like, suggest having an open mind. Yeah, to, to open mind to getting to travel. Um, and we hope you all get to travel whenever you can. Um, it's one of the best things in life. I personally think we're privileged. If you're privileged enough to have that, obviously. Um, but even having like a train ride to another part of the country or something like that, just change your environment, change your mindset and open yourself up to the people, the space and the fun you can have. Cause it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. And those experiences last forever. Yeah, you can always talk back to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we hope that you learned some stuff. If you were interested about going on some travels during yeah. COVID, I, you know, I sincerely hope we gave you some things to think about and prepare for. And we hope that if you have any questions, you know, you can always contact us on Instagram at go.station or you can give us a voice note on our um, Anchor account or just give us any any sort of feedback. And we'd love to hear from you guys as always. It makes our day when you do that. So, you know, let us know any, any thoughts you have. Hell yeah. Yeah. And have another amazing, awesome, bombastic week ahead of you. 
and we'll talk to you next week. See you next week, guys. Ciao. Bye.